the blast from our past network. Government agents, scientists, soldiers, master criminals, secret formulas, monsters and midgets. None of them belong in this swamp. Only one thing does. The Swamp Bear. The Swamp Thing. Nicholas Neighborhood. Adrienne Barbeau and The Swamp Thing, an outrageous pair in the incredible adventure that grows on you or all over you. The Adventures of the Swamp Thing. The comic book legend lives. Talking back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back. This is the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me is co-host Dean. Hello, Dean. Hey, Tim. How's it going? Going good. Going well. Cool. Feeling swampy? Feeling a little moist, yeah. Mo- my yeah, sh- my shoes are a little, little moist. Mossy, I'm feeling mossy. Mossy's good. Yeah, I I was going to say I'm feeling a little moist as well. I don't have any moss growing on me at the moment. You have a little. You have a little bit on your shoulder. I don't feel comfortable saying moist. No, No. I just said it and I feel uncomfortable. Nobody does. It's it's disgusting. It's a disgusting word. Yeah. Well, hey, Dean, what is all this swamp talk? Uh, I just got back. What the hell's going on here? Just got back from a journey in the swamp. Yeah, it was nice. a delight. <laughs> I wish I could have came. Yeah, it was, it was delightful. I love the swamp. Everybody loves the swamp. Swamps. Okay, here's the thing, Tim. Uh, I don't think swamps are that great. They are. I would never want to be in one. I agree with that, but I love looking at them. I think they're beautiful. Oh, definitely. But do I want to go yes. to one? Like, yes, I do. But if you could just somehow, okay. If I was Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, I'd snap all the creatures mm. out of the swamp, and then I would go there, there go. and hang out. Okay, cool, cool. Now, for anybody who is riding the lawnmower right now, doesn't know yeah. what we're doing yet, we're covering Swamp Thing, dummy. Hey, they're not dumb just because they're uh, mowing the grass in November. Yeah, but if they couldn't, <laughs> Wait, fig- maybe they if they couldn't figure it out from that intro, then they are dumb. Okay, yeah. And and hold on, if you didn't actually figure it out, I'm I don't think you're dumb. Right. Other things happen in the swamp. Other movies happen in the swamp, Tim. We covered it's one. True. That's it's called true. Southern Comfort. I, I bet some people were thinking, oh, they're they're redoing Southern Comfort. They liked it so Southern much. Southern Comfort two? It has a sequel? That's what they were thinking. <laughs> wow, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, now, Dean. Yeah. Over on Patreon, on our wrap-up episode, um, one of the things that, that the uh, supporters get to hear is you spoiling an episode that we're going to be doing the next month. I do that. And you spoiled Swamp Thing. You said, let's kind of like roll October. I- October. Let's rock. What the fuck? Let's roll October into yeah. November and keep it. things, you know, with the same vibe. Keep it going. Now, Dean, after watching this movie, mm-hmm. surely you can't consider this movie as like a creepy, terrifying October movie because it most certainly is not. I I don't know, but like it's still an I would say it's still an October movie. I don't I wouldn't necessarily say it's scary or creepy, but it's still monster movie, October vibe. It's very universal monster type uh, of a movie. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm going to disagree. But okay. Cuz here's here's what I was thinking. As I was thinking yeah. coming off of October. Now sure, I'd like to do October all year round. We can't do that though. I thought coming off of October, where we were both very scared, there was nightmares, uh, waking up in in cold sweats, yeah. many sleepless nights, as much fun as it as it was. Maybe it's a good thing that it's over. So I thought maybe what we should do in November is kind of like lighter, maybe like goofier, yeah. um, right? Silly, maybe like campier type of content. And that's where I kind of feel like Swamp Thing fits in. Oh, totally. Yeah. Very campy. But I, I do think, I do think it's sort of, it's like horror light. Like, you, you're you not wrong. It's, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be a superhero, but yeah, sure, you call it a monster. It's got, it's got a bit yeah. of that element to it. But I'm never, ever watching this movie in October as like a choice, oh. a, an October choice well, for me to get like the October vibes. This doesn't give those vibes off. It, it's it's yeah. campy, kind of like silly, goofy. I mean, you're not getting scared in this movie. The The monster no. doesn't look scary. None, there's nothing. I could show this to like a, like a six-year-old and they'd be like, I'm not scared of this. Yeah. Here's the situation where it works, Tim, is if you're watching 31 days of of horror content and you want to mix it up in there. You want to have some maybe fam- family friendly ones in there. Uh, then it works. Okay. I accept that. Now, back in the early eighties, when this movie came out, you couldn't find a decent comic book movie. Um, and this, this one comes out. So I would say, while it's not the best, you know, it was at least a decent superhero movie for the time. And I'm like, I'm so sure that I saw this as a kid, but rewatching it, nothing was familiar to me. Okay. So Tim, I had this exact same experience and I remembered a specific scene that I thought was in this movie and it was not. Same. And I, I believe it's the next movie. That's what I was I thinking as well. I believe you used to watch the next movie, and I used to watch it and sneak in and watch it and get scared by it, because uh, there's a scene where like uh, green green water comes into a lady's bathtub, and I remember oh. that. I remember being scared of that, and that's not in this movie at all. So I think it's the next one. I remembered some like grand finale, 
in like a warehouse or something, like a two-story laboratory. And I was fully expecting that to happen, and it didn't. So no. I looked uh, I looked up the trailer for part two, and I, I sure as hell have seen part two. But, okay, there you but go. as for that like climactic scene, that might not even be from that movie. It might just be from some okay. other random movie that I've forgotten about. But yeah, I'm still certain I've seen this movie. I just think I, yeah. I only saw it maybe one time when I was younger. I, I think okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give a little props here to your October call, Dean. Uh, I think this movie really scared me as a kid. There you go. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So maybe I take back that I would show it to a six-year-old because I was I was a, a youngin, uh, and and it it terrified me. I think by the end it gets itself there. I think it gets there by the end for sure. But the things that scared me as a kid, I laugh at now because I find them funny. Oh yeah, but, of course. But there's just there's some like there's some weird elements into it. Uh, I don't really want to say like body horror, but like possibly like body horror light, like super light, a little bit, like, yeah, as light as yeah. you could possibly go, like filled with but for he- sure. filled with yeah. helium light. But for like a kid yeah. who doesn't isn't really exposed to that type of stuff, that's like Weird. it's like body horror for like a, yeah a junior. Yeah, definitely. I would say um, what I think the movie ultimately suffers from is a, a small budget. Uh, because it didn't have a very big budget. I find the movie like really charming at times. It's got that campy feel that, you know, I often like to see. And sometimes that campy feel can be enough just to get you through the film. Yeah. But I just, I feel like if the budget was more, if, if it had a higher budget, you could do more of this, the, like the fun stuff that needs to be shown with, the swamp thing. Yeah. Like his costume is mediocre. Like it looks okay, but you can tell it's rubber. There's not a oh, lot yeah, going sure. on. Um, creature from the black lagoon, that outfit looked way better. And yeah. it came out some like 30 years before this. So yeah, I wouldn't have minded seeing a bit better out of this, but it's okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I I agree with you. This is uh, I enjoy the camp in the movie, and it's an enjoyable watch for me because of that. I like the end. I think the end's pretty good. Um, for me, it just struggles a bit in the sort of middle section. I think it does get a little bit boring, which is like in the camp. It I, I want it to not do that, and I think it just dips slightly in the middle. Um, you know, Swamp Thing. They they didn't have the at this point they didn't have like the good Swamp Thing comics to even look back to and to even like get inspiration from because Alan Moore didn't start writing the good comics till like two years after this when this uh, run was going to get canceled. We covered Alan Moore uh, Swamp Thing Annual Two on this podcast, one of my favorite comics of all time. That hasn't happened yet, uh, so there's not like uh, a lot of meaty stuff for them to really grab stories from. And uh, I think it suffers a bit there because, like, I know what it could be. But on a camp level, I mean, it's great. It doesn't get much better than, like, swamp monster running around throwing guys off of boats in a camp movie. Like, this is fun stuff. It's pretty fun, but, like, that's all he does. He just throws Well, yeah, people. that is it. Yeah, that, That's yeah. His, his power is to throw you. Yeah. And, like, like Swamp Thing in the comics he can control any form of plant life 
you know, obviously you can't do that in this movie because of the budget. Yeah. You don't, there is no budget for special effects. So he just resorts to throwing, uh, which I would say becomes quite boring when that's all he does over and over again. He probably yeah. throws 15 to 20 people in this movie. Yeah. I am, I am quite, uh, I'm quite not impressed is the wrong word. Um, I find it amusing when he goes to like throw things that aren't people and they have them on like wires and they just yank them and they go flying. <laughs> that stuff's great. You're talking about like the, the Jeep roof. Yes. He just, yeah, that was great. Like, that's some power. He rips, he power, rips it off and I was expecting it to end yeah. at the ripoff. But then it goes sailing off into the sky like <laughs> Superman threw it or something. Yeah, it's great. It was that was wonderful, but that was uh, good. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have minded like seeing him control some vines or just something like that. And oh, totally. They, they could yeah. have easily pulled it off in a cheap way. Yeah, they do it a little bit, but yeah, like a little bit at the end, which I still think's like kind of cool. But uh, there could have been way more. Yeah, I, I need some of that, but yeah. Yeah, you mentioned the uh, the comics there. Um, this movie does actually exist in the DC comic universe because according to Swamp Thing number 67, Swamp Thing himself goes on record by saying he did not like this movie. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> that's funny. I like that. Yeah. So that's some, uh, great. some meta shit going on there. Yeah, he didn't like how he was portrayed. Oh, great for uh, you know Wes Craven to have some meta shit with a character that he did a movie for. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Swamp Thing is probably thinking, "Where are my powers? Why did I yeah. only throw guys?" Now, hey, the throwing is okay. Like the, the you get the nice like ca- kind of yeah. camera, you know, pointing up into the sky, and you see a guy like lofting over top of the camera. So it, yeah. it was shot well, but I mean, I don't know. Where's the violence? There was like one violent scene where he crushes a dude's skull and the guy's like that... convulsing on the ground after his death. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it made uh, it made the lead actress, Alice, there. She passed out. Oh, shit. She's, her body was just like, mm, let's just shut down right here. Let's just shut yeah, her down. That's terrifying. Yeah. Well, here's a synopsis. After a violent incident with a special chemical... A research scientist is turned into a swamp plant monster. <laughs> Love it. Why, why not just say he's turned into the swamp thing? Swamp plant like, monster. You like, you're, you're trying, this synopsis is trying not to be a spoiler synopsis. So <laughs> right. It's like we won't yeah. say swamp thing. We'll just say yeah. swamp plant monster. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's fine. It works. Now, released in uh, 1982, the budget was only $2.5 million, which really isn't a lot. Back in 82, you had lots of movies with like $20 million, $30 million budgets, so this was very, very small. Um, the box office numbers seem to have been lost in time. There's cool. just no record of them. Nobody thought. Mm. <laughs> nobody thought to record them. They were thinking, hey, in like 40 years from now, no one's going to care about this movie. No one's going to be no. talking about it. So it doesn't matter if we even keep track about what happens. And But here we are. 
Yeah, we need them. We're, th- um, we're thirsty think, for those numbers. I think maybe the swamp thing launched them. Maybe he threw them. He, he, threw, he threw them, them into them. orbit. He threw them into a dumpster, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe into a dumpster. Yeah, well, um, I did read that it underperformed in theaters and almost destroyed Wes Craven's career. Yikes. Yeah, poor guy, hey? Poor guy. Yeah, I mean, he came up with some good movies after that. He, I, I heard that like the, with the money that he made from this movie, he lived off it for like two years. He he couldn't get any work. He wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And he just like whittled his money down until he had nothing left. Wow. And then did A Nightmare on Elm Street. And then the rest great. is history. Great movie. That is a great movie. So not only was it directed by Wes Craven, it was written by Wes Craven. It was his fourth film. Music was done by Harry Manfredini. He did Friday the 13th and most of that entire franchise. Okay. He did House and also Deep Star Six, among others. I really enjoyed the music in this movie. Mm, Yeah, yeah. It was a really interesting mix of like scary and intense during the action sequences it was very sad, tragic, melancholy during the more heartfelt moments. Then they even sprinkled in like the eerie. There were parts where it just felt eerie. So I thought this guy yeah. really like captured a, a like a really full gambit of of emotions in this movie. And this was like the music was a, a star, a star factor for me in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I liked it too. It was uh, there are a lot of tones actually going on in the movie um, because they are kind of going for it. You know, they I, that's why I kind of think Universal Monster because I think they are going for those sad moments. They're going for like a plant man staring at a flower, that type of thing. And uh, the music needs to match that. And it, uh, yeah, it really did. So you get those moments that are really tender, and then you get those moments where he's bashing guys' skulls in, and you, uh, yeah, the the music fits them both. Yeah, I'm with you with the Universal Monster vibe. Like, you've you've got him sort of as like this Frankenstein character, who, like yeah. oh, I'm I'm ugly, I'm I'm hideous. What what have I become? But unlike Frankenstein, layered underneath that, he he's still like this brilliant scientist. So he he's definitely a tragic character in this movie, and they they play it out that way. They want you to feel sorry for him, and I thought they did a really good job of that. Like, I definitely yeah. felt sorry for him. Uh, but the music definitely helped with that. Like, I don't, it, it definitely yeah. escalated my emotion of sadness for him with, with the, you know, what they did with the music. Yeah, definitely. Now, as for our cast, we have Adrian Barbeau as Alice. Uh, she's the standout in the movie for me. Just a, yep. puts in a, like a powerhouse performance here. We have Ray Wise as Alec Holland before he's Swamp Thing. Dick Durock plays Swamp Thing. Louis Jordan plays the villain Arcane. Pretty good, like, Bond villain vibes out of him. I don't think he had, like, the best material to work with, but he did really good with what he had. I think he thinks he's in a different movie. I don't know if he knows the movie that he's in. I don't think so, and I loved it. It (laughs) it worked really well. Oh, it's great. fucking bananas yeah i don't especially like i was just gonna say i don't even think he understands his own master plan 
he's so far right. gone. I don't think he <laughs> right. even yeah. comprehends what it is. No, no. He Oh, there's so many layers to his plan. Like, there's moments in this movie where you could be like, why did you do that? He's so many steps ahead of us. He's steps ahead of himself. Like, don't even yeah. worry about it. There's a reason why he didn't do that. And there's a reason why he did wear a mask for as long as he did. I, I um, also feel like he's steps behind himself as well at the same he time. He steps behind and steps ahead. Yeah. He's both. It's a, it's a uh, weird, like, yeah, juxtaposition yeah. with his mentality of what what's going on in the movie. I loved it. I loved him. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a great villain for like now na- like in 82 where you don't have comic book movies. Um I mean you got you've got some. Um but uh there's not a lot going on and you get this like huge like villain with this huge plan like it is like a Bond villain and that's fun. You know, that would be a fun comic book thing. Now we have the villains are very serious and, um, you know, they're tragic, uh, but not not then. Then you get this uh, mustache trolling villain and it rules. Mm-hmm. He has a couple of notable uh, cronies uh, with him. He has Nicholas Worth playing Bruno. And I mean, I will never, ever forget this guy from Darkman. He's yeah, that just sure. he's the bald guy. He's the bald guy in I'm sure every role he plays, but he, yeah. he's like the thug that Dark Man makes the mask of and then pretends to be. Oh man, it's, yeah, so, it's good. so memorable. And yeah. then the other uh, the crony, uh, the number one guy, David Hess playing Ferret. I don't really know David Hess from anything, but Ferret is a great name for a thug. Excellent. Well deserved. This like greasy, yeah. slimy dude. Oh, for sure. Now we start off the movie in the swamp. Can you believe it? Shocking. Then the following text on screen. Uh, bear with me because this yeah. is this is painful. I had to I had to pause it and let let it sink in. We're definitely going to talk about this, but I'm going to read it okay. so everybody else can join in. Okay. It says, not long ago, in the unexplored reaches of an unmapped swamp, the creative genius of one man collided with another's evil dream, and a monster was born, too powerful to be destroyed, too intelligent to be captured. This being still pursues its savage dream. So first of all, it's very scary. It's a very scary intro. Also, right. what does any of this even mean? Like, let's go step okay. by step through this. Sure. Okay. Not long ago, in the unexplored reaches of an unmapped swamp. So you're saying not long ago, this happened, but yet yeah. we're now watching it occur. Yep. So I I'm, think uh, so. Okay. Okay. I guess so. Yeah, okay. You could have yeah. just said like, "This is happening right now. Now watch it." But right. it's okay. Taking a pic. It's okay. It's taken a page out of a long time ago in a galaxy far away. Right. Sure. The creative genius of one man. Correct. Okay. Collided with another's evil dream and a monster was born. Spoilers. Not really. Not really. <laughs> the, the two were working independently from each other. Right. E- oh, yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't, like, I don't really. They didn't collide. Not really. No. Too powerful to be destroyed. Sure. Yeah, he he's you can't kill him in the movie. Too intelligent to be captured. They capture him in the movie. This is incorrect. Right. He gets captured. <laughs> True. So, True. Um not intelligent enough not to be captured. 
Well, he like well, doesn't he intentionally get captured? Well, so, uh, yeah, sure. So okay. intelligent, yeah. he gets captured. Yeah, he's that smart, right? Too intelligent <laughs> to be let free. To know he needs to be let free. Right. Too proud yeah. to admit. Too proud that he got yeah. captured and it wasn't of his own. <laughs> right. <laughs> his own doing. Yeah, I knew it. I knew this was coming. Right. I meant to get captured. Yeah. And then he gives his like, "This is the way" line, right? <laughs> yes. Can't remember exactly what he said, but I can't remember either. There's something like, like this, this is, is the, the path. This is the path through. This is like that. The, the path of the swamp. Now, this being still pursues its savage dream. What are we even talking about by the end of this? What's what, its savage what dream? What being? Yeah. Like the. I don't know. Are we talking about? The evil, the evil man who had a dream. Are we talking about the monster that was born? What is the savage dream? There's nothing about a savage dream in this movie, unless it's like Arcane's savage dream, right? And what is that? But like, it's just too much information up at the top of this movie of like stuff that's going to happen in the movie. Just leave and, it and, like, and not going to happen. Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. May or may things that may or may not happen in the movie. Let's just say all that shit right at the beginning. I have no idea what's going on here. Yeah, this was completely useless and yeah, uh, nonsense. I thought really set the tone for the movie. Right. Yeah. Then we see Adrian Barbeau as Alice. She's a researcher being brought to a secret location to work on a secret project. She's flown into a swamp in a helicopter. A boat picks her up, and she's taken to a laboratory. We see some soldiers making their way through the swamp, and I 100% thought these soldiers were just security for this laboratory. Yeah, like totally. There was no cue otherwise. No, totally. And they grab a scientist and kill him with a poisonous stake <laughs> that yeah. one of the soldiers pulled out of his pocket. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keeping poisonous snakes in our pocket, are we? Yep. Right beside yep. where our, our <laughs> testicles are. Yeah, that's what that's my that's my choice. Yeah, they're double lined. They're double lined pockets. And then you're reaching in, you're reaching your hand in there <laughs> to pull it out. Pull out that snake. Yeah, okay. It's a great choice. Good it's call. Great, you know what? It's swamp life. It's what people you know this guy knows what he's doing in the swamp if he can pull a fucking snake out of his pants. Yeah, his hands are just probably so leathery from wrangling yeah. gators that the bite, so, the yes. bite of a poisonous snake probably wouldn't even break his skin. That's Can't how hard of a man yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm immediately enjoying the location of the swamp. Oh yeah, it oh yeah, looks it's awesome, gorgeous. Yeah, it's like it is not. When you think swamp, this is not what I think. It had like really, really large trees, like fat, fat yeah. trees. The trunk of the tree, like at the base, was probably four feet wide. And there's a whole bunch of them and yeah. they're all underwater. And then it's just like this beautiful, like glass, you know, swamp. Oh, man, it looked beautiful. It's great. Yeah. It's one of my favorite parts about the movie is just uh, how it looks, like how this swamp looks. Yeah. Alice is at the lab, and she doesn't even really know why she's been brought there. <laughs> what? She's never it's actually so even told. We never learn what she's doing there. No. And she's like, 
flown in at the beginning and in the middle of nowhere. And it's basically like, hey, why am I? What's going on? Why am I here? These are questions to ask before you get on the helicopter, <laughs> yeah, right. I think. And there's 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 people being like, oh, my goodness. Good thing you're here now. There's been so much bullshit going on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, thank goodness you've come at the end of this to help out. And she's just like, what am I doing? What do you need for me? Yeah. 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 What do you want? What should I be doing here? Yeah. Is there anything I can do? And then there isn't even anything for her, anything for her to do. No. Just has to be there. Yeah. Oh. So she's taken to meet Alec Holland, a scientist developing a formula that will allow for plants to grow in inhospitable environments. That sounds great. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Holland tells Alice he's combined plant and animal DNA together and that he's very close to developing a plant with an animal's aggressive power for survival. Starting to sound like a bad idea. Yeah, this is sort of like going into the mad scientist area. Yeah. Gene splicing. Bad. You had me at food growing in the desert. Let's yeah. let's feed the hungry. For sure. Yeah. What is Corn? this? Great. <laughs> what is this animal and plant mutating together yeah. to make aggressive plants? Yeah, I don't I don't know about this. Like what if one of those giant trees from the swamp has this? Is that thing just gonna be uh okay? Like what's it gonna do if it has this will to survive? It's gonna kill people. I think so, right? If someone tries to chop down one of those trees I mean, they shouldn't be chopping down those trees, but if they try they're going to die. They're going to get stomped. Yeah, they are. Now, Alec Holland's assistant, who is also his sister, comes in to show him their latest formula, which just happens to be explosive. She grabs a drop, right. throws it on the ground, and kaboom. Yeah, and this is some neon neon shit here. Like, this is glowing. This is your this classic, like, has. toxic Avenger stuff. It's just like... Yeah, yeah, for sure. If anything is anything is toxic, it's just, like, lime green and bright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holland takes this latest formula and adds it to a plant. And he says it may take a week to see results. But then Holland notices a pine tree is growing out of the floor... Where yeah. that formula was dropped. So the formula is causing the pine floor to grow. Yes, cool. A and he's very excited by this. Yep. He grabs Alice and starts kissing her. And just like going in for seconds, like he just making out with her. I, she just got there. Uh, oh, yeah. New to the job. Hey, I'm here reporting for duty. And he's like, we're making out now. That's what we do here at this job. I'm glad you're here because I'm usually doing it with my sister. Usually making <laughs> right, out with her. Right. <laughs> glad you showed up. That's why he. Re that's why she's there. He requested her. Uh, I think he's married actually as well. Oh, great. Okay, excellent. Alice drops a line later on, like to like stop his advances. She says something like, well, "Save that for your wife" or something, and then he kind of like backs off. So I think he's married. Oh, I thought that was her, like, probing to see if he had a wife. I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. What what happens in the swamp stays in the swamp. If, if, I, if I know true. one thing, it's that. <laughs> it's true, yeah. It's uh, yeah, age-old age, age old, uh, secrecy in the swamp, for sure. Yeah. Now, those soldiers we mentioned, those wild snake-wrangling soldiers, 
They do they now, Tim? Do they all have snakes in their pocket? That's what I want to know. Do they all have? I snakes? would say yes, they do. I'd say every Is it just like one come with the uniform. <laughs> you like you got your gun, you got your snake in your pocket, you got your little hat. Yeah, the both pockets. Cool, both pockets. Yeah, both pockets. <laughs> <laughs> one venomous and one non-venomous, Ooh, depending okay. on the s- situation that you need them for. Right, right, yeah. Now they break into the lab. Alice puts up a really good fight before being captured. I was not expecting this. She beats up two of the guys and blows yeah. one of them away with a shotgun. Yeah. Now, one of the things one of the things they tell us nothing about in this movie is that Alice really knows her way around guns. Handgun, machine for gun, sure. shotgun. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. And I like that. Maybe she's there for security. Well, if she is, nobody told her. That's the the only thing. No, no one told her. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> now these soldiers work for Anton Arcane a sinister and diabolical madman who wants this formula all to himself. And great fucking reveal for this dude. What did you think about it? Like the the like mask reveal? Yeah, and who he like he's oh. like one of them before that? It fucking rules. He's like their boss. <laughs> um so he comes in, he's uh yeah, he's like the supervisor or something. And so you got all these army guys coming in um and attacking and then all of a sudden the supervisor walks in boom rips off his mask i mean how long has he been wearing this for how long has he been their supervisor he's like infiltrated the highest level rips off his mask he's arcane this is great comic book shit uh i I loved it it was good like he must have been there from the beginning he's like the security he's like the main he's like the head of security yeah and very crucial very crucial here um that i didn't really catch the first time i watched it but caught it the second time alice is knocked out so she doesn't know she doesn't know about this reveal, which is why later in the movie she calls him. Oh. I was wondering why she called him later in the movie. It's because she's knocked out right now. She doesn't know about the reveal. Okay. That that fills a gap. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch that either. Yeah. What I did catch on the second watch, though, was Arcane, when he has the mask on, pretending to be the security guard, the like um the other people are talking about Arcane and how Arcane yeah. wants to steal his formula. And as the security guard, he's like deflecting it. He's like, yeah, oh, who told awesome. you Arcane is still alive? He's like, that's that's the type of talk that's going to get us in trouble. He's like, that guy's not still alive. Who told you that? I want to confront him about that because we can't be talking about this business. And Good I, shit. first time around, I just thought he was really, he really believed it. Second time around, yeah. it is him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Fun. So good. So good. So Holland's assistant slash sister tries to make a run for it she apparently doesn't like confrontation and is shot and killed by arcane damn that causes ruthless yeah that causes holland to start freaking out he grabs the formula and tries to make a run for it but is knocked down and the formula spills out beside him causing an explosion and holland is lit on fire now these were great man on fire effects here as Holland Incredible. runs out of the lab, down a dock, and into the swamp. Man, I was just like, I immediately took notice. This stunt guy is covered from head to toe in giant flames. It's incredible. It's incredible stuff. I also have like a memory of being really, really afraid of a man on fire in something. It's been impossible for me to remember what that is. And like, 
because there's people on fire all the time in movies like all the time there's people on fire so i I just i can't remember what exactly it was that scared me so much uh watching this i started to think maybe it was this because like if if you ever did watch this movie maybe you didn't but if you ever did watch this movie this is some intense fire like this so the flames are so high on this guy and he's just running and running and running through the field or like through the swamp to the dock into the water fucking rules it's a great great stunt yeah, then he jumps in and there's like underwater explosions happening. Yeah, uh, it's all very, very cool. Now, Arcane collects Dr. Holland's notebooks, which which has like his formula. And then he tells his men to destroy the lab and kill all of the scientists, which is very aggressive bad guy stuff. Super aggressive. Yeah, was, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The only one left alive is Alice. They grab her, they take her out in a boat, they throw her in the water, and they hold her head under the water until she stops fighting. But a a, a green hand comes out and grabs a guy by the face, pulling him into the swamp. Then the boat is flipped over, and we see something walking away carrying Alice. Hmm. The men go after this swamp thing, who takes a couple of the men out before the other men run away, as does Alice. Arcane here, he realizes he only has six of Holland's notebooks, but there must be a seventh. So the formula can't be completed until he can get that last notebook. And we previously saw Alice hide that. So she knows where it is. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's the he knows because it's like dated. And so like that sixth one ends like two weeks ago or something like that. So he's like, I don't have the end. Like the breakthrough happened at the end and I don't have it. Yep. Now, fun scene here as Alice, like, makes her way through the swamp and finds a nearby gas station, and she's looking for help. And this is where she makes a phone call, and she calls Arcane, and I was thinking, yeah, my my take on it, which is incorrect now that you've told me what you told me, but I felt like he changed his voice, and I thought somehow they had, like, her call redirected to him and he changed his voice to make him sound like somebody else but um yeah i mean is is he did change his voice but is our voice to sound like the supervisor oh right okay i got used to be yes correct yes yes yes, so she was calling the supervisor which is his phone so he answered it as arcane because he's already taken off that mask yeah but then when he realized it was her he changed his voice to supervisor voice yeah right now, yeah, so she just says, I come at this gas station. So they start driving yeah. towards that. But this gas station has, like, it's being run by a 15-year-old kid named Jude. And yeah. I loved this kid in the movie. He was a great addition. So he was, like, he was a yeah. local that they just brought into the movie just to have a local, like, involved. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. It's so, he's so good. He fits so well. He's so funny. Like, I don't oh, know hilarious. if he... I don't know if he knows he's even being funny. No. Like, I can't even tell. No, he's unintentional <laughs> he's just funny. He's so funny. Yeah. Okay. His lines yeah. are great. They're so good. She comes walking up, and she's like, she's just been thrown out of a boat and drowned, right? So she and she then crawled through a swamp. Right. So she doesn't look all that great. And she walks up, and he, the way he delivers his lines, just with, like, no affect, no emotion, he's yeah. just like, you just fall out of an airplane? She's like, uh, <laughs> I just need to use your phone. Yeah. He's got so all these good. great lines. Love this kid. I, I didn't really like the way that they 
handled his character though near the end. I'll get to that near the end. Yeah, it might not. Okay. It might not be so much like the way he ha- they handled his character, but I thought just they were they did something that I didn't think they should have done, and I'll I'll yeah, tell you okay. what that is at the time. So Arcane and the guys show up, and they're like blasting at Alice, and she makes a run for it. The men chase her down, and they find her on a road where she falls down and is about to be run over by them. When Swamp Thing dr- jumps out of the tree line onto the road. And this is our first, like, real look at him. Yeah. And they try to run him over. He just, like, stops the truck. He puts his two hands down and stops it dead in his tracks and then rips the roof off like we were talking about before. Great. Goes flying. And then he just starts grabbing guys and throwing them. That's what he does. Yeah. Uh, He gets shot several times, but he seems to be okay. And then the men take off. Uh, This was a funny scene where... Like he starts going towards Alice to like try to help her out. She doesn't know what the fuck this thing is, so she starts back. No, of she starts not. backing up. Like every step he takes, she takes a step. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got her backing into the swamp, and she like yeah. backs her way down this little hill and into the water. <laughs> Just it's like waist deep in the water. It was so funny for some weird reason. And, yeah. And, <laughs> well, because because of that reason, you think that she's going to be stopped backing up when she hits the right. swamp, and all of a sudden she's waist deep in the swamp. Yeah, and she she's telling him she's saying shoo to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, he just wants to help her out, but she's yeah. so scared that she eventually starts yelling at him, and it just reminded me of like a puppy coming towards you for some love, but you're so right. afraid of it that you're screaming at it. Until it yeah, just puts man. its tail between its legs and and walks away yep. in sadness. Yep, that's the that's the the life you have to live when you're a swamp thing. You just got to get used to uh, you know people being afraid of you, even though you probably just want a hug. Yep, it's tragic. Now, up to this point in the movie, I am noticing a great lack of alligators. Oh, no kidding. So listen, even if it's just stock footage of an alligator going from the land into the water, I need more of that out of this swamp. Gotta have it. It it doesn't feel alive other than that snake the guy had. And there's like maybe one or two scenes where some birds fly away. But I I would have been very interested in a swamp thing versus alligator as our introduction to Swampy. For sure. Even if the alligator's yeah, rubber, awesome. I don't care. Doesn't Just matter. Like ha- have that yeah. be kind of like the reveal. Instead of him going yeah. right to saving Alice's life and like throwing guys off a boat, let's let's yeah. see a scene here where he gets into it with an alligator. Yeah, I mean, we could be pulled back. Like the camera can be far away. We could just be watching him in the middle of the swamp, like yep. wrestling this rubber alligator. That would be awesome. Even underwater, just it could be underwater, yeah. and then the alligator comes up yeah. upside down, dead or something. I think I think they yeah. needed like just a little bit of a stepping stone to get into like his reveal. Yeah, totally. There's like there's two of them in the movie as well, and one of them is particularly hilarious. They're just like really short five second clips of Swamp Thing screaming. Like <laughs> roaring in the swamp. Um, yeah, 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 one of yeah. them, my favorite, he's like, he's standing there, like the camera's way back. He's standing there and he's got his hands above his head and he's just roaring. Um, but it sounds like he's gargling. It's just okay, really yeah, yeah. weird. There's no context to it. It's yeah. just a scene ends and then we see this 
and then it just cuts to something else and you're kind of like what did i just watch but if you turn away for a half second you won't even notice it yeah but if you're hyper focused full of water or something (laughs) yeah yeah it was uh i loved it i mean it was was, i I like when movies do that they just have like this weird like couple second thing that they throw in that doesn't make any sense yeah now, it turns out Jude has followed Alice here. We thought he was back at the gas station. He said right. something like, you think I'm staying at the gas station when they're blowing it up? And then so he, he chased after her. And they team up here. They find a boat, and they're out cruising the swamp. Yeah. We see Swampy go back to his lab. So this is our sign here that he's still intelligent. We didn't really know yeah, that for sure. up to this point, but Yeah. He's back to the lab. He finds his sister's necklace, and uh, he opens it up, and it has a picture of him and her in it. It's, a good, <laughs> it's, it's good stuff, it's man. So it's so weird. Good. Who, it's good. Who has a necklace of themselves and a sibling? Tim, you don't have a necklace of you and me? I'm definitely not, and I never will get oh, that. I should get you one for Christmas. <laughs> I should get you a necklace of you and me for Christmas. Yeah, okay. It'd be nice. It'd be nice for us to have Spend that. a lot of money on it. So I can uh yeah, I so will. I can get a good return at the pawn shop. Yeah. What if you what Tim, what if you turn into some sort of monster? You're gonna want to look back at that necklace and remember that you have a brother that you podcast with. Nah. I don't no? think so. Okay. No. I mean this the stream will be alive for a while. The podcast stream will be there. True, yeah. To you you could just go listen to an episode. That would remind yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I this was just really not only was it weird, it was uncomfortable. It's so weird. It's so strange that he opens it up. Because, like, already at the beginning of the movie, you kind of think they're married. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, that's his sister. Oh, okay. And then now you have this. It's just very confusing. Yeah. Now, Swampy starts picking up beakers. He's trying to be a scientist again. He's, like, mixing fluids together. Right. (laughs) But his brutish (laughs) and powerful hands keep crushing the beakers. (laughs) Sorry, this was funny. This was so funny and so sad at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Those are tough moments to pull off in movies where you're like you're laughing and then you feel bad for laughing, but they're they're trying to make you laugh. Like this was intentional sad comedy. It was really well done. Yeah, I mean, you already brought up Darkman. It's like Darkman when he's just like, what was he just like lighting his hand on fire or something? I can't remember. He continued to get lit on fire. Yeah. Yeah, he just kept trying to do something and he kept getting lit on fire. It's that type of thing. It's like that. It, it's funny, but then it's like, oh, it's actually so sad. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Now, Alice and Jude also get to the lab, um, but Alice just needs to grab the notebook that she had hid outside. So right. they grab it and then they, they uh, take off in their boat again. Yeah. And this is where uh, I think this is where. Uh, the swamp thing is like admiring his like orchid tree or whatever that he made by just putting that drop of um, that drop of the, the formula in that he said would take weeks or whatever. Yeah. could take a couple weeks to grow. He goes in there and it's a big tree already. It's just this big tree of orchid. So he's like admiring it and remembering. And it's like, yeah, it's another like one of these like sad moments of now like a plant man looking at a, another plant that he like enhanced that's genetically enhanced they're like they're two creatures looking at each other it's uh, an interesting moment yeah like he kind of as a scientist he just in that moment accomplished everything he was trying to accomplish 
right? But yeah. that freak accident has has taken it all away from him. Yeah, with, with for his sure. brutish hands that he can no longer use. Yeah. He can't hold those beakers anymore. Great, those flasks. Great line later. A bit of a spoiler here, but closer to the end, um, Alice just wants him to like go with her, kind of back to the real world. And he says he looks at his hands and he says like I can't like I can't do that like look at my hands that you know they don't work like that anymore. And she had this yeah. great line where she said I'll be your hands, and it's like it's a good. really sweet moment. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Anyways, I just thought I'd bring that up because we're talking about his hands. Yeah. Well, and and also I just wanted to mention about the swamp thing, just like in general, like in this movie, Alec Holland is has turned into like a, a plant monster. So he's a man who is turned into a plant monster. It's not like that in the comics uh, now. It, it used to be, but it's not like that in the comics now. Now it is a bunch of plants that think it's Alec Holland. So it's like, it's not the man. The man is dead. The man is gone, but it's a bunch of plants that come together and think they're him. Uh, so just a little bit of a different twist, but this movie is actually the man who has become the plant monster. Yeah. I like the plants thinking they're a man better. Oh, me too. Yeah, it's a way. It's just like way more unique and like interesting to think about. But uh, yeah, they just didn't have that at this time. Yeah, I think it makes more sense as well. Yeah, totally. Now, Arcane's men they quickly find Alice and Jude, but Swampy appears, so they decide to go after him instead. The men call for reinforcements and say that they have him cornered. What? Where? What corner? You're in a swamp. Swamps don't <laughs> what have corner. You got them. Swamps in? don't have corners. <laughs> no. When you get to the edge of the swamp, then you're just out of the swamp. <laughs> you're somewhere else, but there's no corner. There's no corner to the swamp. It's that one. You do not. You do not have them cornered, sir. I, I paused and I was scratching my head and I was like, "Yep. What? Yeah. What?" What, what corner? What does he mean? <laughs> what does he mean I, by that? Am I missing something here? He doesn't know what cornered means. Before I bring this up on the podcast, I better make sure that there are no corners in the swamp. No, I don't <laughs> Do think there swamps? are any. Yeah, <laughs> a quick, a quick Google. Do swamps, Do have, swamps have corners? corners? <laughs> okay, so it looks like no. Yeah, and now uh, <laughs> my internet has just been flagged by the authorities for asking a question like that. <laughs> I'm now on a most uh, uh, no. most wanted list for possibly <laughs> looking for places to bury bodies in the swamp. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's quite the question to ask. I, if I was going to bury a body in the swamp, I'd probably look for <laughs> the corner, <laughs> put it in the corner where no one will find it. Sorry, that's October talk. That's October. We can't talk like that right anymore. There. No, it's true. We're, we 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 allowed the pass last month. Not right? This yeah, month. yeah. Now. Swampy does what he does best. He starts throwing things. He throws this boat over. Another boat. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Another boat is shooting at him and hitting him with grenades. Now, this guy on this boat, he is like sky hooking grenades from the front of this boat as they're driving. And time and time again, lands the grenade right beside Swampy with pinpoint accuracy. It's incredible. That's why they pick these guys. Ultra impressive. Yeah. That's why they're on the A team, Tim. This isn't the B team. They didn't bring the B team out to the swamp. They brought the A team. No doubt. No doubt. That much is evident. Now, Swampy ambushes that boat. Then he jumps in. He throws four guys over. And now he's driving the boat. 
and yeah. he uses it to smash into another boat, blowing it up. Then we cut to Arcane calling Swampy smart like a brilliant chess player. He says Swampy captured their knight, but exposed his queen, and it's their move. Great. All this guy does is throw people out of boats. Where, where's the chess <laughs> no. mastermind chess, behind that? Chess mastermind. He's getting shot. He's getting hit by grenades. He's hiding in the corner of the swamp and throwing people. Yes, this is a great classic, classic arcane moments here where you just cut to him and he gives this big speech. <laughs> this is him not knowing what movie scene he's exactly. in. He doesn't know what scene he's even referring to. He's just like, could I, he looked at the script and he was just like, could I actually just uh, wing it here? Could yeah. I just do a little something? Uh, I, I've, I've been in a, in a Bond movie. Maybe just let me do my thing. Let me go. Yeah. And uh, they, they let him go. Yeah. It's great stuff. It is great. Yeah. It really works in this weird, like bizarre way. Oh, yeah. Because of that, because you just saw like a monster like throwing people out of boats, and then you cut to the villain, and you're like, "What a what a game of chess yeah. he's playing! Yeah. He is so smart. He's one step ahead yeah. of us." <laughs> now it's our move. Yep. I don't know, man. My my nemesis, equally as smart as I. I didn't think I'd find an equal, but here he is in the swamp. <laughs> yes. And Tim, you've said "cut" a couple times, and you should be saying "wipe." Uh, there's some great wipes in this movie. To be honest, I didn't even notice the wipes. Oh my goodness, some incredible, incredible wipes. I think there's a star at one point. I think we get a star wipe. Wow, it's good oh, wow. stuff. wow, very nice. Yeah, you get the, the clock hand wipe, you get the the curtain raise wipe. It's some great stuff in this I movie. I didn't notice any of that. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, a, well, just one. throw it on and you'll see those. <laughs> you'll see them. Just throw it on for five minutes, you'll see a wipe. So Alice leaves Jude alone with the notebook. He immediately gets knocked out or killed. And Alice also gets immediately captured. So checkmate, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Wow. Swampy finds Jude and is able to heal him or bring him back to life. So what do you think? What do you think is going on here? Do you think do you think his power is just healing people or is it bringing them back from the dead? I think his power is just healing people in this movie. His power is bringing people back from the dead. Uh, I think he can do that. I think he can do that in the comics. I don't think that's what this is. I think this is just healing them. I prefer the bringing back from the dead. I like it. I like it too. I just don't think it's what happened. But yeah. Yeah, probably not. Well, it's, yeah. Well, we'll get there. I almost jumped too far ahead. Whew. I love Jude's response when he comes back from being unconscious or dead. <laughs> he looks up at Swamp Thing and has to put his glasses on to focus and then says, oh, shit, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I fucking love this. It's just like monsters are real. It's like his world is being shattered. <laughs> that it's amazing. I am staring at a monster. And he delivers it. No emotion, no affect, just, just like that. Incredible. We need to bring back, oh shit, there goes the neighborhood. Because I know. it was so funny. I laughed so hard. Also because they're in a swamp. The only thing we've seen like uh, around here at all is like at this gas station this kid works at. And it's just, oh shit, there goes the neighborhood. It's so yeah. good. It's Classic like 80s, early 90s line, there yeah. goes the neighborhood. Yeah, but just delivered so deadpan, so funny. Yeah. Uh, Jude gives Swampy the notebook so that he can keep it safe. 
And Alice continues to be an absolute badass here. She's on Arcane's boat. One of his cronies, Ferret, kisses her. So she knees him in the balls and jumps overboard. Heck yeah. Ferret goes after her. Swampy shows up again. But Ferret's able to cut Swampy's arm clean off. Oh, yeah. Before Swampy grabs his skull and crushes it here. Shit. And this is what we talked about before. Pretty yeah. pretty gruesome scene for a PG movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, even the arm, even the arm getting cut off. I mean, you don't have any blood or anything. So that's like, you know, a kid maybe doesn't connect that as much as if there would be some blood. But still, the arm gets chopped off. Yeah, it, w- it was pretty gnarly. I mean, Swamp Thing didn't like it. He was definitely in pain. No, yeah, exactly. Now, when Alice comes to, Swampy is there with an orchid for her. He starts talking to her about orchids. And, yeah, you can tell he's, like, smart, but he still talks to you like the Hulk would talk to you. Yeah, true, yeah. Um, This is one of those scenes, though, where you start to feel sad for him because you can yeah. tell, like, you know... The guy that used to be is still in there, but yeah. it's now he's just like this abomination now. He's very aware that he does not fit into this world. He's very aware that this world will not accept him. Yeah, that's what I like about it. That's a good way of putting it. Like he realizes yeah. his life as a scientist is is surely over, and he realizes yeah. his life as a human being is also over. Like yeah, he is just monster now. He is a part of this swamp, like always and forever. Yeah. yeah. Then, a bit of nudity in this PG movie. A little side boob action. Yeah, true. Of Alice bathing in the swampy swamp. (laughs) Gross. Right? What? Yeah. I'm feeling so dirty that I'm going to clean myself in the swamp. Yeah. And it's like... It's also like kind of pervy camera. Like, are we swamp? Like, yes, are we swamp? We are and he's, because and he's peering. Yeah, because okay. then they show him peering. Okay, okay. I was I wasn't sure. Okay, what do you think he was thinking? Uh, he's remembering the time that he pulled her in for multiple kisses. <laughs> I'm just thinking like how he's <laughs> thinking he'll never feel the touch of a woman again. Definitely. And yeah. This is like this is as good as it's gonna get for forever. It's just yes. creeping through this bush. Seeing side boob, and that's all he's got to hope for for the rest of his <laughs> existence. He's probably wondering what happened to his penis. Maybe, maybe, maybe he still has one. Maybe, maybe he's got a root down there or something. Well, hey, I think a uh, shout out to part two. Oh, I think something like that does occur. I don't necessarily, Interesting. I don't necessarily think it was him like physically doing it, but there is some sort of an exchange between him. And the beautiful Heather Locklear. Okay. Who also has a very low-cut shirt in that movie, <laughs> okay. similar to Adrian Barbeau in a good right. chunk of this movie. Styled very similarly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think after watching this one, we should definitely move on to the second part. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I digress, Dean. Yes. Back to bathing in the swamp. Right, yes, I forgot where we were. <laughs> no, we're actually going to move Peering on. Peering through the bushes I think at a we've... woman bathing in the dirty water. <laughs> I think we've touched on this enough. We could probably move on. Okay, good. Uh, hey, there was a version that had way more nudity than this. I, think I heard th- There's this, like a European yes. version or something. Okay. Um, but 
I don't know. I don't, I mean, how do you get your hands on that is my only question. Where do I, where do I get that from? Yeah, not sure. That wasn't on Tubi. Um, that that version wasn't on Tubi. But. That version wasn't on Tubi. I've never seen that version before. Now, here is um, a major problem that I'm having with this movie. And it is how small the swamp actually feels. Mm. If you want to find someone here in the swamp in this movie, just go looking for them. And you will yeah. 100% find them. And if you find them, you've got them cornered. Yeah, they're cornered. Just start walking towards the corner of the swamp, <laughs> and on them. the way, you'll bump into who you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, they do it again here. Alice is out walking, and Arcane somehow knew where she was and where she was going to be walking to, and they used that to set up a net to capture Swampy, who's following Alice. Yeah. Think of the the logistics behind that. Yeah. So Swampy's captured. You're saying that Swampy meant to be captured, but yeah. didn't well, look that's, like that's it. Well, that's what he says. Didn't look that's like what he it. Claims. He was just out no. walking looking for Alice and then got scooped up in a net. Yeah, I think that was, I think you're right. I think it's like she says to him, you knew this was going to happen, didn't you? And he is like, yes, that's much less embarrassing. Right, yes, yeah. of course I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> like he could have turned himself in if he wanted to get captured. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Save him the embarrassment of getting scooped up in a net. <laughs> yeah. So Arcane is able to get that final notebook and he is very happy about it. So much so that he throws a huge bad guy dinner party. Hell yeah. Where everyone's dressed up fancy. They're in a beautiful dining room. I'm thinking, where are we right now? Like, what part of the swamp is this? Bad guy catches the swamp thing and throws a giant party, a dress up party. Fucking awesome. This rules. It looks like a dining room from Wayne Manor. Yeah, exactly. Is this exactly. the corner of the swamp? Is this this what <laughs> Maybe, it looks like? Yeah. I, I have no it, idea yeah. what's going on here. This is amazing. And Swampy's just like chained up in the basement. And Missing they're just an arm. And having a party upstairs. <laughs> Missing an arm. And they're having a party upstairs. It rules. Yeah, in the dark cellar. This was all part of the plan. Yeah, No, it wasn't, dude. I don't <laughs> see how that's right. The- you can't even get out of here. What's your this plan? Is the way, this is the way through. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they have a toast to Bruno, who is the guest of honor. Crony, yeah. crony Bruno. He yeah. drinks from his glass. And then he asks, boss, have you used the formula yet? Have you tried it on a plant? And Arcane says, even better. We're testing it on a human. It was in your cup. You just drank it classic (laughs) and bruno starts suffering from some not so nice side effects uh he doesn't seem to be enjoying the sensation either especially once his skin starts melting he falls over and then this is just a great moment of anticipation because we're all wondering what's going to come out and everybody everybody at the dinner they all start kind of like standing up looking over the table at his seat what's it gonna be i don't know I'm so curious. And then one of the best moments in the movie for me, he's been turned into a little creature that looks like a goat boy. Right. It's like three feet tall. (laughs) Why? And it jumps up on the table and it's like going after the turkey. 
weird. I really enjoyed this part. Yeah. Yeah. This it it it's good because it starts really terrifying. Like there's a moment where his like face is kind of melting that I think he's just going to start tearing his face off. I'm like, "Oh, did I forget that he tears his face off in this movie?" And you think that's what might happen. He falls under the table and then he just like bounces up and he's a goofball. Yeah. <laughs> he bounces up and he wants the turkey. Uh it's pretty yeah, it's a pretty funny transition. But also you could tell like in the weird sounds he was making that he was also sad <laughs> like yeah why it was like was why the... me boss why me yeah what have you done yeah. to me I was not happy poor bruno uh, arcane is confused though so he wants swampy to tell him why bruno doesn't have his strength right swampy says the formula only amplifies your essence so you see bruno just didn't have it arcane has just the greatest response here he's like of course Bruno's essence was stupidity. That's why he's <laughs> turned into this. <laughs> wow, great. Why do you have him on your team then, man? Yeah, he's like your number one guy and his essence is stupidity. Yeah. So Arcane says, if the essence is genius, then the genius would be monumental in body and in spirit. Okay. Sounds like he's going to have a sip. Yeah, definitely. And he does. Now, this seems risky. I don't think I'm taking a sip. Are you going to take a sip? Uh, no, because I, I think my essence might be stupidity. <laughs> I'd be afraid that my essence is stupidity. After seeing what happened to Bruno, I'm not going anywhere close to that formula. Uh, but I'm excited to see what's going to happen to Arcane. Oh, hell yeah. So he takes a sip. And uh, oh, no, it's looking bad. It looks, right. it looks like his flesh is like rotting off. Yeah. But then we see that that was just a cocoon that grew on his body. Right. Yeah. So what's going to hatch? Out of it. Yeah. What's going to hatch? Yeah. What hatches is one of the all time crappy monster costumes. <laughs> right. This was unbelievable that they even got this into a movie. I would say picture <laughs> Razor. From TMNT 2. Way worse. But 20 years earlier and 20 years shittier. Yeah. This thing, it looks so fucking dorky, it blew my mind. Yeah, it looks so bad. Like, while while the Swamp Thing doesn't look great, it still looks like it is like a movie monster. Yes. Like, this guy, Arcane, now looks like he is a 14-year-old trick-or-treater. Yeah. Like, he looks like he... You or you went to like a kid's party yep. and when some a 16 year old or something is wearing this as a wolf costume. Or yeah, or it's like it's Halloween at McDonald's and they bring yeah. in like a new like right. a new yeah. character for Halloween yeah. and it looks yeah. like this this thing. This because yeah. it doesn't look scary at all. It just looks Not at goofy. All. Yeah. And but that but then the, it grabs a sword. That's too. the best part. It decides <laughs> to grab a sword off the wall and it's this weird looking like fox-like, wolf-like creature yeah. with red long hair and a sword. And a sword. <laughs> yeah, good call. So it goes after Swampy. Um, Swampy's finally able to break out of the dungeon. He was able to get a little bit of sunlight onto his... Oh, I like his, this. This was cool. Yeah. Onto his cut-off arm, and it started to, like, regrow the arm. 
Yeah, so I think what he did is he put like his other arm up into the sunlight and then because just he was being touched by the sun, his other arm started to regrow. And I really liked that. I thought that was uh, that was like a, at least a use of being a plant. It was like yes. the only use in this movie of him being a plant was to regrow his arm. And that was cool. Yeah, I like that as well. So Bruno actually helps them out of the cell. He's completely changed now. He's like, oh, fuck for sure. that guy for turning me into this monstrosity. Well, and throwing him in the cell. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's, his whole attitude's changed. He's like this little bouncy goofball. He's like, yeah. he's telling jokes in like in like rhymes. Right. He, just, he now yeah. talks in wow. like rhymes. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah, he tells them how, how they can like make their way down to a well, and that well will take them out into the swamp. So they go, but Arcane follows. And we get this kind of silly final swamp battle here. Alice gets stabbed, and that really pisses off Swampy. So he beats Arcane down, then goes to heal Alice. So my problem here, my problem with like the how they handled Jude and his like being rescued, right. I would have preferred if they saved that until the end. If they didn't spoil right. it earlier, uh, I think it would have had more impact, uh, especially with Alice being the one. Right. Yeah. Because we're not afraid when she gets stabbed because we know already that she'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. There's no stakes to it. As soon as she gets stabbed, yeah. you're like, OK, he's going to heal her. He's still going to win the day. But if we didn't yeah. have that previous knowledge, this would have been a really, really great end scene. So I, that's how I think they mishandled the Jude character. I'd say either don't get him injured or like kill him off. I'd actually be okay with killing him off as much as I loved his character. I think it would probably build like the intensity of the movie a bit. If he did get killed, we already know that arcane is a madman and he's already killed so many people. He'd have no problem killing a kid, but that's oh, not yeah. what they do. But yeah, uh, yeah, I just wish they maybe changed that up a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. So arcane gets up again, swampy beats him down again, then takes its sword and kills it once and for all. And it looked like gravy was coming out of it when he stabbed it. Yeah, it did. It did remind me of gravy. I, like it might have been gravy. Yeah, like, like I'm saying that because was. I think it legitimately might have been gravy. <laughs> was gravy. <laughs> yeah. I don't just think it looked like gravy. I think it was gravy. It was gravy. Yeah. Now, Alice tries to appeal to Swampy to go back with her, like we mentioned earlier. Right. Yeah. He declines. The swamp is now his home. Yeah. And we watch him walk away into it and the end. There you go. That's Swamp Thing. That's Swamp Thing. I mean, fun stuff. Uh, not not great, but uh, kind of fun. I, I would say a good Saturday afternoon special. Oh, yeah. yeah if that sure. came on the TV and I'm on the couch, I don't think I'm going to turn it off. Nah. It, it might be a while before I actively seek it out again, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah. hey, Swamp Thing 2, I want to see that. That'll be fun. Gotta see it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Tim, bonus for me. Swamp Thing and uh, and Return of Swamp Thing are trivia movies. Right. So it's perfect that's, for that's you. That's just a bonus. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Okay. Well, anything else with uh, Swamp Thing, Dean? No. That's it. I'm, I'm good to uh, return back to the swamp and uh, come back next time we have to podcast. Okay. That sounds great. Well, uh, hey, everyone listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to help us out here at Talking Back, we would love that. You could start just by telling someone about the podcast, doesn't matter who. You could uh, leave a rating 
and a review on your favorite podcast app. They should all have uh, an area for that. You could leave a one-time donation of any amount at buymeacoffee.com, or you can sign up to be a patron at patreon.com, and that will gain you access to exclusive episodes and bonus content. That's a great way to do it. And hey, now that this episode's over, don't worry. Head on over to bfopnetwork.com, check out one of the other amazing nostalgia-based podcasts in our network, we promise you'll find something you like, or Dean is going to dress up as the arcane monster next Halloween. Not not a bad costume. I mean, it is a bad costume, but <laughs> if you know what you're doing, not it's a deep cut, you know, it's it's fun. It's a deep cut. Get ready to be deep. called a dork if you wear yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, get ready to get some dirty looks because yeah. it's gonna be shitty. Dean, thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal mm. is a joke. <laughs>